0: Another week has passed and we are back with a new episode where we finally get to talk about Alpha Bravo Charlie and why it is important for every traveler. We analyze which Sagrada Familia tower to visit and dive
1: into the world of the cinema with Berlinale. We had a great weekend visiting our family for grandpa's birthday. They currently live in Poland, in a small town of Paczkow, which is also known as Polish Carcassonne. We've been to both, and have to say that there is a similarity in the fortification layout of the city and its heritage. Paczkow is one of the few towns in Europe in which medieval fortifications have been almost completely preserved. However, while the famous French Carcassonne is a 19th century reconstruction, all historic buildings of Paczkow are authentic. So if you are ever in Poland or the Czech Republic, pay a visit to this marvelous area, and you can include Carcassonne to your travel list while visiting Toulouse or the Pyrenees. If you missed our
0: previous episode, go back and listen to that one, as there is something interesting about the places in that part of Europe, or better follow us on Instagram Instagram and subscribe to our Telegram channel to always get the updates on time
1: and you will find all the links down below in the description. I want to complain about the service in the travel industry. It is getting worse and worse every year, especially after pandemic, when the tourism has got back to normal pretty fast, and the industry doesn't seem to be ready for this. We all saw and experienced long queues for airport security control at the airports, flight delays and baggage losses last summer because of the personnel shortage, but half a year has passed and the situation is not improving. Just in the past months, we had some weird situations with services
0: provided in the travel industry. For example, our travelers were supposed to visit Sagrada Familia towers on the day of their visit to Sagrada Familia, for what they had a proper ticket. However, the towers were closed that day due to weather conditions. They were promised to be refunded automatically in the following five days, but then after two weeks there was no money. So I contacted the Sagrada Familia ticket office to find out the refund situation, and they said the ticket was bought in full for the admission fee with a tower together to visit the website, blah 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 blah. So we cannot provide the refund automatically. You have to claim a particular amount to be transferred to your bank account. I don't know for sure whether it's a common practice, but it really that unsatisfied customer feeling
1: or another one last time we traveled to Italy by Wizz Air and purchased an extra option to be seated together it is cheaper than paying for the assigned seat and we don't care where we sit on a plane we just want to fly together during the check-in we were assigned seats 14a and 14c on what planet it is together in a regular airbus a321 i understand that the company is a low-cost airline but we pay for the extra service. And if we pay to be seated together, we expect to be seated together and not to be separated by another person on the plane. The airline seems to not care at all as customer service doesn't reply to our inquiries.
0: How Sixth did not perform their service when it was fully paid in advance for the Paris airport transfer with Sixth ride. I need to tell this too. At first, the driver did not show up on time. Then... He didn't answer the phone. Then the company promised the driver was on his way, then after 10 minutes they confirmed that he was arriving and after 30 minutes of waiting time, 6 just canceled the order. They provided the refund, but, come on, the service was booked in advance. Customer waited for 45 minutes for the driver to arrive and then he did not show up. They canceled
1: the ride and just sent the money back in a week. Okay, well, you know what happens when a taxi driver waits for you for 30 minutes? They charge you extra, and in this case, with 6th, you can't even count on any compensation, and this type of service is just not decent. As a customer, you just have to swallow your pride and admit it, otherwise go to court. But who wants to go to court for less than 100 bucks? This is usually when most of the clients drop this idea.
0: And the highlight of the best service was our car rental in Malta. When we got the beaten up car with a broken side mirror and no one seemed to care. When we asked the agent to change the car, he replied that it was not possible. And said not to worry, as we have full insurance and should not care about the car's exterior. Well. Maybe we don't care about the exterior of the car, but we care about safety. And those are only the tip of the tongue moments, we can make a list of things for the travel industry companies to improve their service and to explain to them how to serve their customers better. Of
1: course, there are also examples of outstanding service that we will remember for years, as it has given us positive emotions. Like our host in Malta Robert, the car upgrade in Köln from Opel Corsa to mercedes C-class, welcome dinner from our host in the Tuscan villa with an olive tour and wine tasting, a fabulous guide for our group in Barcelona and many more. Since we already mentioned Barcelona topic several
0: times and already talked about Sagrada Familia towers, let's answer the most
1: common question regarding the Sagrada Familia visit. Which tower to choose? The thing is that buying a ticket to Sagrada Familia with a tower visit, you have to choose the tower while booking. That is why before buying tickets to the Sagrada Familia, tourists are wondering which tower they should buy tickets to, the Passion facade or the Nativity facade. So if you have never been to Barcelona and haven't seen the Sagrada Familia, you have to make some research to find out which tower is more suitable for you. So let's make it clear. The tower you choose depends
0: on the purpose of your visit, whether it is the tower itself or the view over the city it provides. The four towers of the nativity facade are the oldest, the only ones Gaudi knew of in his lifetime. It is dedicated to the birth and childhood of Jesus and has decorations and ornaments telling about this
1: time. The four towers of the Passion façade are more recent and stylistically opposite of the Nativity façade. Its angular, bare ornamentation, rough cut stone and brutal design evoke the suffering of the torture and death of Christ. From the Nativity tower you can see the city and the mountain
0: range behind Barcelona, and from the Passion façade you can see the seaside view over Barcelona and more of the city. Most visitors to the Sagrada Familia think that
1: Nativity façade is better than the passion façade. Tour guides also state that tourists are more fascinated after visiting the nativity façade, providing some really reliable pros to visit the nativity façade. Antonio Gaudí saw the nativity façade himself. It makes more sense to see the towers built by the real architect of the Sagrada Familia. The bridge connects the two towers of the nativity façade, allowing you to walk across the bridge for an incredible view. There is no such bridge on the passion facade, and standing on the bridge of the nativity facade you can see the numerous details of the towers up close. But if you want to see the mountain
0: range in the background of Barcelona sky view and the modern, groundbreaking style, go to the passion facade. It wasn't welcomed warmly by part of local society and one was harshly criticized by those who had not understood Gaudí when he said he wanted this facade to express the total opposite of the nativity facade and
1: to be scary. So hopefully this clarifies the choice for you. We usually choose Nativity facade and recommend it to the visitors. However, both of them are worth seeing. Mind the fact that there is an elevator that takes you up to the towers, but you have to go down, walk in the stairs, and it is definitely not suitable for people with reduced mobility. Another thing that we decided to talk about today that will be very helpful when you are talking to customer support by phone. Do you know already what we are talking about? The Alpha Bravo phonetic alphabet. This is a valuable tool to speak letters in order to avoid confusion using the set of clear code words for communicating the letters of the Roman alphabet. Sometimes talking on the phone with customer
0: support you have to tell your reservation code, surname, email, booking reference or any other information that includes letters and it might be confusing when you say T that can be heard as B or P and C is also usually confused with T N with M and B with D so to make your life easier and to help the customer support agent better understand you it is cool to use alpha bravo charlie alphabet it is widely known by different names the nato spelling alphabet ako phonetic alphabet the international radio telephony spelling alphabet and so on but the words that stand for letters are the same
1: it was first presented in the 1920s and geographical names Were used such as Amsterdam, Baltimore, Casablanca, Denmark, etc. Afterward, it underwent several modifications, long studies, experiments, and tests, and was admitted in 1956 in the present version. It is
0: used everywhere where clear communication is vital. Aviation, military, emergency services, and other radio communications, and is also widely
1: implemented in customer support services. So, it goes Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Delta, Echo Foxtrot, Golf, Hotel, India, Juliet, Kilo, Lima, Mike, November, Oscar, Papa, Quebec, Romeo, Sierra, Tango, Uniform, Victor, Whiskey, X-Ray, Yankee, Zulu. Next time calling a customer support
0: agent, just open this alphabet in Google or save it to your phone to have it handy and it will change it all for you. I just had to spell my name and surname to a customer support agent the other day and without the alphabet it would take much longer and not that easy.
1: So our surname goes like this. Mike. Alpha, Tango, Victor, India, India, Charlie, Hotel, Uniform, Kilo. And believe me, it really changes it all. And customer support agents are more friendly if I spell my surname like this. And not like M, like Mother, A, like Alaska, T, like Toast. It is really funny and challenging. So try it next time and let us know how it goes. Several letter codes and abbreviation using the spelling alphabet has become well known. Such as Bravo Zulu, letter code BZ that for Well Done, Checkpoint Charlie, Checkpoint C in Berlin and Zulu Time for Greenwich Mean Time We will attach the photo of the alphabet on our
0: Telegram channel post, so you can follow the link down below to save it, so you can have it on your phone, like to get an easy access every time you need it.
1: Well, February is around the corner, and we will probably go to Berlin to see our friends, and it will be around this time of the Berlinale Film Festival. It is an international film festival that is considered one of the most prestigious film festivals in Europe and the world, held annually in February in Berlin since 1951. Alfred Hitchcock's Rebecca opened the first festival at the Titania Palast in Steglitz on 6th of June 1951. The festival was created for the Berlin public
0: in 1951 at the beginning of the Cold War as a showcase of the free world. Shaped by the turbulent post-war period and the unique situation of a divided city, as you know Berlin was divided by the wall, Berlin Alley has developed into a place of intercultural exchange and a platform for the critical cinematic exploration of social issues. To this day, it is considered the most political of all the major film festivals.
1: The ticket price starts at 10 euros and you still have a chance and time to attend the festival this year to be the first one to see the best films from all over the world. By the way, the Golden Bear is the highest prize awarded for the
0: best film at the Berlinale International Film Festival. Because the bear is a symbol of Berlin, there is no proven version of why it happened so, but there are several theories on why
1: a bear is a symbol of the city. One very factual hypothesis tells that the bear was hunted in the forests of the territory that then became Berlin. So for the symbol of the city, the bear had been chosen to refer to this period when man and the beast lived together.
0: The second hypothesis is based on the simple phonic representation of Berlin. As bear means bear in German, the city of Berlin or line would therefore be the city of the little bear. However, the hypothesis is regularly invalidated by another one, linking the name of the city to its geographical situation. At the beginning of the 13th century, two cities on either side of the Spree were unified to form one, Berlin. The name would thus come from the Slavic root Brl, meaning wet place, and would refer to the many lakes, marshes, and rivers that surround and cross the city. A final hypothesis alludes to Albert I von Ballenstadt, a valiant
1: warrior called Albert the Bear. We researched and found this information online from different sources, but personally we love the little bear version with a Berlin. Also there are other bears that already symbolize the city and are known worldwide, the Buddy Bears.
0: The Buddy Bears have become an integral part of Berlin's cityscape, there are now around 500 bears that stand as a friendly, colorful symbol of tolerance and is a landmark in the streets
1: of Berlin. They are the unofficial ambassadors of Berlin. Eva and Klaus Herrlitz came up with the project The Body Bears in 2002. They were guided by the idea of bringing art to the streets of the metropolis. The starting point was Berlin, so it was clear from the start it could only be the bear. In close collaboration with Eva Hurlitz, the Austrian sculptor Roman Strobl designed the first body bear Sculptures and the so-called dancer, the acrobat and the mini-friend, later also the sitting body bear, based on designs by two master's students of the University of the Arts.
0: These bears are meant to promote tolerance and peace among the world's many different religions and cultural groups. The original body bears are posed standing with both arms up in the air as a symbol of kindness and optimism. Plus, each one of these fiberglass bears is hand painted. More than 240
1: artists partook in the painting of these bears. The body bears can be found as ambassadors in many cities around the world, and of course, there are many of them in Berlin. At first, we really liked finding those bears in the streets of Berlin as some form of a quest, but of course, there is a possibility to find all of them on the map and then go and see them in Berlin. So next time you're in Berlin, try to find one. We also attach the link to the map in the description of this podcast. Well, this is it for now.
0: Come back next week for more interesting travel information, tips, stories, and facts. We will also try to think about something interesting to tell about ourselves. Don't forget
1: to like this episode if you like it, follow us on social media and spread the word. Thank you very much for listening and we will talk to you guys very soon.